Welcome back, everyone, to the Faded Down Podcast World Edition. We are the number one Pokemon podcast in the world. Check those facts. That's why we got all these assholes on the show. So make sure you introduce yourselves. We'll start with you, Jesper, because you're probably... No, you're the second youngest. Yeah, yeah, but go ahead. Wait, how can I be not be the youngest? What the hell? No, we got Emery. Right, so... We got Emery. 12. Wait, how old are you, Emery? 17. What the heck? Bobby. He's like 23 years old. I'm 30, bro. All right, keep fucking going. Yeah, all right. All right, so, so, of course, my name is Jesper. I recently turned 18, so I'm apparently older than Emery is. We don't care Even though I don't act like it. Uh, I'm here in D.C. right now. That's why my I'm on my phone right now. Um, otherwise, pleasure to be on a podcast for a second time now. I'm actually just looking forward to winning my Chumley Lexi. portrait. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <Lexi>. <laughs> uh, That's got something okay, to say okay, about okay. that. Well, I'll, bring that up. I'll bring that up in a minute. All right, Jeff, introduce yourself. Ah, okay. I thought we are going by age. No, cool. Hell well, no. Uh, hell no. We're I literally thought we were going off age. I'm, like, I'm, gotta... I'm on the other side of that spectrum there. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yep, Jeff Saran Rap from Super Broadcast. Uh, real happy to be on. Super stoked to have this whole group of great, great guys to talk all things Pokemon for this season. So, yeah, uh, also the first and greatest podcast ever, Super Broadcast. Just saying. <laughs> so just call me great. Yikes. <laughs> all right, Russ. Um, I'm Russell Clark. I've been on here before. And yeah, world is coming. Never got That's it. Cool. Right. World yeah. is coming. Josh, Mr. Josh Hatter. Hey, Josh Hatter, I don't actually know why I'm here. I'll be honest with you. But uh, my decks look really cool, and that's all I got. There you go. Relax, Ross. Your hair's pretty cool. Yeah, your hair's cool. All right, Emery. Uh, my name is Emery. Actually, Taylor. everyone knows who he is. Move I've, on. Uh, I've, never, I've never been on a podcast. Um, Literally, I've never recorded anything Pokemon-related ever once in my life. Um, I'm from Bloomington, Minnesota, and according to Russ, I'm awful at Pokemon. No, I said you misplayed in finals. It's a big difference. Uh, I don't know, bud. <laughs> there is a huge difference. Marsha, I heard, I heard awful at Pokemon. <laughs> All right, Mike. That's a, that's a problem with the community. Hey, uh, I'm Mike Morton, and I just skipped a dinner reservation for this. Yo, <laughs> yo, like a week ago. For like three days ago. For the Pokemon <laughs> podcast. That's why, see, that's why, Jeff, we are number one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not that. They wouldn't do that for a Super Bowl. Oh, Silver Marriage. Yeah. You know, I did Jeff like on Monday. I'll be able to do this one and just, you know. I thought you never did any. Now you're a liar. <laughs> um, no, I. My twin, uh, Bemmer t- Taylor. <laughs> Bemmer <laughs> Taylor. Oh, shit. Oh, the, the one that actually plays Pokemon well? That one? Yeah, yeah. He's the only made... It's, <laughs> we're like Lindsay Lohan and all those movies where she was <laughs> like... The, the oh, parent trap. Oh, yeah, the yeah. The reference that movie is astounding. Yes. Yeah, yeah you're that, like... Well, that's, that's pretty good. good. That movie yeah, is almost older than you. <laughs> That movie's right. like older than you. Oh my gosh. All right, you guys. I'm a legal child. This year is coming right. up to a close. Worlds is around the corner. Let's hear some of your most memorable or not so memorable experiences from this tournament. Russ, you look um, lethargic. Let's uh, let's start with you, buddy. <laughs> what tournament? Uh, who, like gives you whole who gives a shit? You're, what, you're what's your best you literally have a whole year to pick from. What's your favorite finish? I don't I don't give a shit, you know? Like, whatever you want to talk about. 
Um, so I enjoy I enjoy talking shit, and then uh, when I activated Try Hard Russ, and then I made Top Next Event. That was a lot of fun. Okay. Um, and then uh, Dead Drawing twice in finals. Uh, game two and three was a lot of, or top eight top was eight. really yeah, funny. Don't go finals. Well, no, no, regional? finals. I'll never, I'll never make what, it there. What regional was that? That was both of them. Oh, yeah. That was like every time, <laughs> every time I make top eight, I'll, I'll dead down. It, it was both of It was both of Okay. All right. All right. Well, um, that's about it. No one's like really done anything. Everyone, everyone like hypes the DDG runs, but like, I mean, we'll get into DDG because mm-hmm. we can't, we can't talk about the year without talking about DDG. Guys, this is true. If we, this is true. If we we got to talk like, a little bit. Ideally, about this. if we look at it, well, we can talk about it now. now. Let's do that because they got the first five regionals, right? They got okay. seven of the first nine and nine of the first eleven regionals. Is nine that eleven? Uh-huh. Would Would you say, like, the limitless take all of the European regionals? We did not. No. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make you laugh. Do you, do you think they put in like a like, uh, we got one. Is this something other people could use, like teams? Well, you know how I feel about teams. But can teams look at this and go, we could do this if we all just work together? Or is this, or did they just get lucky? Or, they or, kind of, like, it was kind of the perfect storm, apparently, from what they've been saying. But, I mean, I don't give a shit what these people fucking say. I don't know anything. I don't know shit. It could be the fucking, uh, it's a fucking conspiracy theory to me. I don't Fuck. <laughs> it's a conspiracy theory about like, what? They physically, what? They, physically... So they said. So they said that one, literally, it's like a band camp story. One time in Mexico, they all they all discussed this. Oh, oh yeah, is there a banana theory. boat? Is there a banana boat situation <laughs> where they're just we're all gonna be on a team? Exactly. And then they say band camp. You just have to go like, oh yeah, this one time at band camp. And you're just like you like that white girl being like that. <laughs> exactly, it's, but it, it's their stories. One time in Mexico, we all hung out. We <laughs> talked about this guy. This guy opened up about this, and we talked about this. Now we're DDG, and this. Then we started fucking turning up and winning. Turning, yeah. Is it? I is mean, it I'm not. Because, is it just because they're six of the best players and they worked together and made one deck and won, or was it luck? Like, I mean, could Russ get six of the best players. And work together and win eleven regionals. To be honest with you, you don't even sick, need six of the best players. You just need six Can people I that cheat? are dedicated. Am I <laughs> cheat? I'm not saying that they cheated. I'm just saying. Can we, are we going to factor that in? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, here's what I say. Like, when you say luck's involved, we, our game has so much variance in it that, like, luck. The, whoever wins got lucky at one point throughout the tournament. At some, yeah, at yeah, some yeah. seed, maybe multiple games, but like, it's it's a Using your advantages and using your luck and snowballing it into like consistent wins and problems, right? So I can name like hundreds of times people misplayed on stream against them, and I'm like, they should have lost this game, but here we are, right? And it does that doesn't it doesn't take away from the fact that like they've done so well and that they're getting lucky because their opponents make misplays or it might just genuinely be shit. So um, like that's that's more so like speaking to how strong it is to take all the best players of the game, put them together. And then they just keep making these consistent, like, really hard meta reads on everybody that no one True. else sees coming. Yeah. Um, and, like, the sketchball stuff that you see written all about them all over, like, uh, like you know, Twitter, Facebook, and all this other stuff. Like, that, that just kind of speaks towards, <clears throat> like, their character and how they might be as a competitor. Um, 
striving, always going for a win. So I, I honestly, like, I don't know. I don't say I, like, super respect them, but, like, I'm just saying I, I definitely respect their success, especially Pendy's and Caleb's. They, they fucking kill Pendy's, Pendy's not a part of the team. I mean, Pendy's don't forget about Dan anymore, so. He's on full grip now. He's Who's full cares? Grip. Who cares? We're talking it's about the gonna work. You. you don't yeah. just, you don't let Aaron Rodgers make the, like, make, Playoffs and then be like, all right. So now that he's on like X team, that's like right. not teammate. Right. Right. But I mean, yeah, I definitely understand what you're saying, though. You know, it's about the success <clears throat> they put in. I don't know. I I think that they they all just made really good calls. They really consistent decks, and people just don't, they're not prepared for what they have. And like the second half of the year, they just they found out everyone sucks at managing resources, so they just decked everybody. Yeah, and that was yeah. Really funny. So I would say it it taught us a bigger lesson about the community too, which is. Um, I mean, I, I don't know to what degree you guys saw this, but, but the AM team thing was a big issue or at least not a big issue, but, but I know there's a lot of drama involved with their amateur team. Um, just because they disrespected their home. Man. No, I mean I, d- I understand. There was an A team leader they lost before this year picked up, and they like they straight like just moved people that were on the A team and said they were making a B team, and then the people put it on said B team were like, okay, so you don't think I'm good at these players, and the players that you're picking up are all quote unquote scumbags because of fast as they have. I'm not saying that they are now. I'm referencing what they're talking about. People change. So, people change. I just I mean people, people change, but like if I punch you in the face two years ago, you gonna like me today? Like, like no, no, of course, course not. Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my like, god, it's okay. People change. It's a certain people can like forgive them for it, which is totally cool. And what they what they did was they they gave up that humanity and the thing that made them what I believe um, someone's PC still has is like the heart of like. <laughs> that kind of family-oriented team, and they gave that all up so they can pick up the best players. And clearly they've had success because of it, because they all just started winning and all this stuff. But, like, slowly but surely, some of the players started leaving. Whether that has to do with animosity amongst the team is in, like, in and of itself. I know more than I can actually discuss here, because I'm not trying to disrespect everyone else's feelings and how they talk to me about it and shit. However, they did have a B team. They felt super disrespected, and they broke it off, as Emery said. Um, I personally think that having a B team is a slap in the face anyone on B team and above all else because this game does not make that much money no I could give a shit we, we barely on A team or B team or my team I just want that to be my team just know that we all love each other so I like I like the way you talked about like family or the teams that's also the way we do it limitless maybe it like looks like more like just like we're all bunch of like really good but like it's yeah. also how a team should work it should be family oriented it should be a team not a bunch of paid sponsored players uh that's why it's called a team right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but, team but is it right is it right because you say the family thing but obviously what they're doing is right they got 11 regionals like yeah but, so, but maybe you're but just, i mean like, you're putting this busted tested group to testing group together of course but like of course with ddg putting on a b team i'm not 100 percent sure that personality wise the b team was like very much in contact with uh, the A team at all. Yeah, you know? I would think like, at, like in the whole thing, they had like twenty people on their team at one point. Yeah. I, it's like, we walk in and be like, "There's thirty-seven people today." Yeah, there's like thirty-seven. Was... I was like, and then one day I asked uh, Danny, the owner, I was like, "How many people are on your team?" He's like, "Oh, we're down to five or whatever." I was like, <laughs> "Okay, this makes sense." I'm like, "It shouldn't have been thirty people." <clears throat> no. First of all, like. 
that's how I knew for a fact. I was like, no one's getting paid shit. If you got 30 people on your team, like, what could you really be paying these people? So, I, yeah, that's what they were saying at the beginning, that it wasn't about the money. They just cared yeah. about winning. And I was like, hashtag, I'm pretty sure that's BS. But, win, I mean, bro. I mean, <laughs> I won't say that. I won't say I'm that. Just kidding. I'm and just kidding. <clears throat> I mean, the ones that I do know, we're kind of homies and we talk a little bit. But I mean, like, I mean, I I use that kind of tongue in cheek because I don't know half of you guys. Like, I know you and some of us speak, but we don't have like genuine interaction. That's being super real. That's being ultimately real. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. If I, I love, drink with I you at an after bar after a regional and you consider a homie, you'd never drink with me again. Ooh. <laughs> If we're sharing I mean, a beer, this is a hard times, especially when we need to rant about how bad our tournament is. I can't share a beer. On that, we're brothers. <laughs> I mean, you and I are on a different. We, you and I okay. are on a different all scale, right, right. and Kevin and yeah, Zach and I yeah, are on yeah, a different and scale. I are knocking back alcohol after tournaments. So yeah, back in your fucking room. <laughs> yeah, back in your room. Well, let's do well, this. After yes, we can. We'll have a glass of water. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. We, we <laughs> sharing sharing a nice. Classic. Don't share it. Don't share it. Yeah. Yeah, he can't share it. Oh my god. All right, let's move on. Let's move on from this shit. Okay. What what else we got? Jeff, how many regions have you been to this uh this season? Uh, I believe we commented uh, did casting at five, maybe six, and I played in one. Uh, my favorite two moments though, uh, by far has to be uh Azul taking the six prizes in one game yes. of Blastoise. Uh, that was probably by far my, my favorite moment ever in the TCG, and I was able to commentate over that's, that. That's so uh, that was pretty dope. Uh, we spoke to uh, we spoke to Kirk about it, and he talked he talked a little bit about him being immortalized. Well, actually, you and him being immortalized in that moment because you were both yeah. commentating on it, and the impact uh, it had in the community. That's uh, I agree. That's a, that's an awesome um, achievement, I guess you could say, even though you weren't you were a part of it, but not necessarily, not necessarily you know playing it. No, I didn't. That was, was absolutely clip. obnoxious yeah. too. Uh, we definitely got a little too wild, but it was it was one of the coolest moments. Followed by uh, uh, Simon Trodier Lacasse, whatever his name, with the triad triad flipping heads every chance he could in Toronto with Articuno, which is probably one of the most ridiculous names I've ever seen and expanded. So uh, by far, top two moments. That was insane. When I look at when I look at moments like that, those like. We need more of that. We need more of that to grow. Uh, if you want to make the game bigger, because like those type of moments are fun to watch, and like Pokemon is not fun to watch. Like no, unless you are into Pokemon and you know exactly what's going on, it's not fun to watch. And like even True. saying stuff like saying that's fun to watch, it's it's not even that. Like if you don't understand yeah, what's happening, knows, it's still not. What the hell's going but like. But like moments like that, you can tell like the coming off, and it's like, oh shit, something like insane happened. Even like you, we need that type of gameplay if you want to make Pokemon bigger, in my opinion. Which yeah, it's just true. not gonna happen because I don't. Be, I think it will happen. I don't. I, I think, think there's too many decks that are just like uh, pass. Uh, yeah, let me just fucking play uh, shit ninja. Let me just play shit ninja for eight rounds and stream that. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, oh if God. you if you understand how to commentate stall, it won't be a problem. Uh, what do you guys? Uh, I don't know about that, but sure, man. I mean, it's stall is highly interactive. I mean, until you get to a certain point in the game, it's just like okay, my opponent can either make this certain play and win, 
or I'm yeah. doing the same motions the entire game. Yes, but like the the coolest as a commentator you're gonna say is like, oh, he got rid of his energy. He pulled Mary. <laughs> no, no, you gotta build it up. I disagree. This is the twelfth resource management. One of the, my favorite matches I've ever watched was Xander winning, I can't remember which regionals, with Buzzwell over Waylord. Um, and for oh, me, that was, that was really uh, cool. Yeah. He, he just, it was like, you know, it, it's kind of like a tennis or something like that, where inherently almost every tennis point is interesting, you know, but, but sometimes it's it's sort of like the greater picture, you know, where Xander made like ten plays all in one game, which ended up winning him a game. And I don't know that misplayed. All he had to do was play ace roll and turn like thirteen or fourteen <laughs> out there in the audience. <laughs> and then he lost. Uh, I feel like I, you're like you know, we need a that, series of videos with Russell commentating people messing up. That's what we need. Yes, I'm, there, I'm, I there is that. It was massive. Five minutes away ago. from Butch, I was the only person in the audience still watching and cheering him on. And like hiving out through all the entire thing, and I was like, "All right, Xander's about to hit this double elixir because it's Xander," and he hit them both, and I was like, "Boy!" <laughs> and I was like, "All right, Butch really <laughs> needs to play his role right now. Draws and passes." And I was like, "And we're done here." Right. But, oh, man. Well, I'm sorry it wasn't as engaging for you, but I remember no, the match it, being it was, really fun. I wanted, I you literally play. just told me it wasn't interesting because Butch messed up. Because no, <laughs> you misplayed. You you spoke on a context of Xander like whipping through and do all this stuff but like at, at full power back and forth i don't believe if i didn't have the fact that i was rooting on for butch then objectively i'd be bored out of my mind watching that game i just thought it was interesting i don't know i think stall can be interesting too um but i do agree that it needs a higher level of of understanding commentary. of both players decks and of commentary yeah to make it interesting because i think yeah. the average player tends to just shy away from stall just because it's a lame deck or it's you know slower to play but i think um Damn. you know figuring out figuring out the archetype is something you have to do in pokemon and i'll understand, be honest i mean as much as i veered away from the stall decks any chance i could for streaming right because i just don't know the archetype well enough to be confident yeah. to do the color commentary over it it, it's, uh, also, it's also that. While meanwhile, and I feel like Stall is also very like it's. I, I don't average viewer. Stall is fun. Of course, mm -hmm. the commentator can help that, but I don't think that even if you have a good commentator really explaining it down to the surface, it's not like really an exciting deck to put on stream. Anyways, rather than you can have like Pika versus X, or you can have like two rogue decks who are just really aggressive going at it. Like it's more fun to watch people taking prize cards than decking each other out. Exactly, and the people who actually choose these stream matches don't don't know what decks two people are playing at the same time, so they'll put on the matchup regardless of whatever it is. Because I was playing in Senate Clara. The players, they're, they're yes, exactly. On because of names and their scores, literally because of that. Exactly. No, not necessarily. Uh, I'll, I'll touch it on that because I was part. Like we did a lot for our regionals. We uh, tried to get. We got pairings at least uh, five minutes before they were posted, and we did oh, our yeah. best to. It was. It wasn't always, you know, feasible because of the time mm -hmm. restraints that we had. But we did our best to. We would grab four, three different tables, and try to get the best matchup between those three tables if it came down to a time crunch we then went off what yes we're saying a name to go with it or the deck that's kind of being highlighted in that tournament to kind of change up the views i think like uh for example uh zork alone with eggs back in madison was 17 or something like that or 18 yeah. so that's just mm -hmm. as an example of like what kind of stuff we looked at when doing that at least for 
uh, LGN standpoint, I can't, I can't speak on Critical Hit or whoever did uh, Anaheim or whatever, but yeah. Or if, I don't think anyone did Anaheim. No, Anaheim. Yeah, Anaheim no, because West Coast does against Queens. They had like they had like a localized stream for the people who were there. Yeah, okay. they did that for Anaheim and Santa Clara. They just one album pro textures and then just yeah, because there's like a California tax where you can't like stream or something like that, like yeah, live. Fucking California. Sounds made up. God sure. damn it. Uh, um, All right, what about you, Jesper? <laughs> Let's move on. What's your favorite? I mean, you you hit a, some European regionals, so we probably don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But uh, what <laughs> what is your favorite experience from this season? You've had a rough season, um, haven't you? I, I've had a rough season, so like from my competitive standpoint, my best moment was probably the top four in that whatever oh, yeah. regional I had in Sweden. No, I did but watch that. I honestly, watch that. I think, I, I think like because of the rough season, I don't have like, a really favorite moment because I'm not proud of anything. <laughs> oh I've come done. on, dude! Uh, come on, Jesus! I feel like <laughs> a fucking oh, sad dude. story right here. <laughs> I'm not proud. I'll take that. That was honest. Right, right, that was real, honest. Real. Yeah. You got a top four, dude. I got yeah. a top four, and I'm yeah. proud. It's uh, top four out of 106 people or something. Don't, it's, we it's don't not, have to say uh, that number. <laughs> top four is top four, baby. The but, thing but, is, but, like, we would have never known that had you not said it. That's a, that's <laughs> yeah, a leak. That's a leak <laughs> yeah. up in California, but sure. This guy, big leaked on himself. But, but, like, honestly, honestly, like, I'm proud of myself being so shit that I could 4-5 reach on the Grand Bull, meeting five Sorks and a robot just mucking me from turn two on. Oh, Yikes! That's eels, bro. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I got a question. Like when you, because you're in Europe, like you have yeah. to sit back and watch all the shenanigans going on over here. Like, is it? Do you? How much do you guys look at America's like meta and go, yeah, that's right, or they're a bunch of idiots? No, no, we we don't we don't necessarily say like they're a bunch of idiots, but like, of course. Um, There's a but. There's a but. <laughs> there, there is a but, uh, and that that's literally like the way that the meta is shaping up, and like in terms of Europe, because American and Europe meta have never been the same totally for all the time I've been playing it for a really long time now. Um, yeah, of course, the expanded regional kind of got us off because we we didn't really care about them; we just watched them for fun, basically. Uh, also, I was going to Daytona, but like the expanded form just shook up so much that I wasn't <clears> even prepared to play Daytona really. Um, but like honestly, uh, the decks coming out of the standard regionals at least were like what we expected. Other than the store control, uh, I don't, I can't remember what regional that was. Even even Nico went Denver. to uh, Denver. Yeah, Nico went to Denver. He played versus Caleb and I think it was like the winning in or something. Um, but yeah, other than that, like we tried playing store control afterwards and we were just like, this deck didn't win against PKS. They played it right. Like there's just so many variables that people could do in the u.s but then like the european regionals also always like a week or two after the american ones and then people know how to play against the deck and then the meta just shapes up to like only tier one yeah all right um yes do you agree with the sentiment that the sentiment jesus christ that like in eu you guys have an upper echelon of players and then like two or three tiers until you reach like the majority of the European player base, like that's pretty much like how I actually visualize it. And you can answer this honestly because you have a limit list and you guys got a brand and everything. And most of your people like in Europe, but I'm saying like I think some of the like the top top players over in Europe, you guys are just so freaking good that like you can play whatever you want and then just kind of swing by and manipulate the meta in your own dumb ways. 
because you're just so much better than like the uh, like B tier C players, which we have here in the U.S. So like to put it like A tier would be like DDG people that can consistently top eight, consistently top four, yada yada yada. People that consistently A two, and then you have like a slew of players who are barely making it on day two. And I feel like you guys just barely have that. It's like limitless and a couple of other like six or seven people that you know i wouldn't remember their first name but i remember their last name plus like the type of decks they play and then like a fat stack of nothing and then like the rest of like the community i i I, i'm speaking for myself in this i'm not wearing any brand new jerseys i can all right there you go yeah Yeah, we got we got your uh we have your limitless logo uh on this stream so we do have it limitless still we 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 don't have that that strict rules about it because i'm speaking for myself but like Honestly, I think yes, in many ways that a, a European dude can go to regional and like top and uh, top day two. We're still playing card game with variants, so I'm not sure you can say like you're gonna play whatever deck and you still make day two, right? Um, and you saying limitless plus X players are making day two every time. You probably you probably wrong. know what players I'm talking about in referencing X is like that's I, that's I, how I good they are, but like how it's like they're, they're, it's repetitive. That's just them. Yeah. I, yeah. I know, but you're technically wrong because I didn't make day two at the regional. I had day two this season. That's how I. I that's how hard I screw up. But like, <laughs> just speaking. You're the outlier. But but yeah, Russ. I I, I technically you yes, I agree. I agree with what you're saying, and I agree that uh, the U.S. regional days two are more variance than the European day twos. Yeah. So with that being said, I'm gonna gas you up here. I think that, like, the top cut or, like, the day two at times of your guys' events, at least, like, going into the top eight is more than likely harder than it is in, like, the U.S. And only, like, the uh, honestly, I, I would rather play in your guys' tournaments because you need less points to get into the top eight than you do at ours. And it's, like, a ridiculous number, like, more. Like, the extra round we get, like, the six rounds into, like, a day two and yeah, all that. Yeah, it, it's so sick. much more pressure. That, like, it makes DDG's feats and, like, their wins and their top eights that much more impressive in my eyes. Yeah. And people don't really analyze that. So when you drop a number, like, well, they only have, like, 106 people, blah, blah. And I'm like, cool, 36 of them are threats. So for you to make top four at one of them, in my eyes, I'm like, you like, you did phenomenal. It was, it was a great yeah. run. It was a cool tournament. So Yeah, but I just, I just that's just, like, why I want to throw that at you. I want, I want to get your opinion and be like, just by the way, you know, like. Yeah, okay. So you, if you look at that. Of course, I played in a tournament with, like, Limitless and Tord, and I basically did the same thing as Emery did at U.S. Nationals, was basically just let loose your shit out of your opponent. We, we also played the same deck, so why not? Um, but, but, like, yeah, um, like, in terms of player size, the event wasn't, like, really prestigious to get top four at, but, like, in terms of, like, how many good players were. Like, I beat Nico in a tournament. I beat a bunch of players who were actually really good. Yeah. Uh, I... I Lost my top four to do the prize in Coco. Otherwise, I would have beaten Bird as well. Yeah. So uh, that's where variance variance comes in. But like, honestly, when I played in the U.S. regionals, I'm gonna do that next season as well. I'm already booked for Daytona and Toronto. Um, Toronto's, Toronto's Canadian, baby. Yeah. Canadian, Canada, by the way. Basically, the same players are going. But go um, when I go to U.S. regionals. My starting rounds have always been easier in terms of pairings. Like, I remember I had a Harrogate Regional where round one, I was paired, no, yeah, I think it was round, like, round one or two, I was pairing against Stephen Mao, and it would just start off there. Like, start off with the top 22 players playing against each other. I don't think you, and you usually don't hit that in the U.S. Because 
in Philadelphia last year, I started 4-0, and then I hit a good player. Uh, in Toronto, I started 5-0, and then I hit Jamie. Like, it's stuff like that. I, I usually don't see many U.S. regionals where many of the top players hit each other in the earlier rounds. Right. You, you have a lot more casual yeah. players that, that enter tournaments. You got, like, fucking pokey dads and shit like that entering tournaments. They're like, oh, I'm just here because my son's here, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play, you know. And they beat you, and you're like, "Fucking Pokey Dad!" Let loose. Let loose. That's not even like. That's not even like that. And he's playing fucking Tyrantar in round two. Or, or they play like super slow because they just now got. Oh my dad. god! I hate oh. this. You gotta yeah, win you, game then one. Then you lose game one, and you're like, yeah, I apologize. I just got these cards for the first time. I'm sorry. They they have to apologize like oh eight times. God. And the thing is, like the deck is always like an anti-meta call. So if you're playing like a like a tuned version of the meta deck, you're just like, why? Yeah. Why are you playing <laughs> this? You, bro. Just give me the win. Just give me the win. Literally that. Poker dads out here playing tool drop dupe, dual yeah. blade and stuff. <laughs> Yo, chill. Oh, that's literally that we saw that in Australia. Uh, Tanner's dad played that. It was yikes. Oh my god. <laughs> Bro, I was in Dallas this past year playing expanded Gardevoir. This dude was playing Lucario GX, and he was literally like a turn away from bodying me because he still had like the GX attack. And I was like, I I dunked it like I had like a super hot start, and I ran him off the board. Game one, game two was really close. And uh, I think we had like three minutes left or like a couple of seconds left or whatever. And he's like, I think I can win. And he misplays and I was just like, whew. That's how you get him sometimes. <laughs> just a misplay. Just a misplay. Like I, 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 I say it a lot because like we're on the West Coast and our regionals are a lot smaller. And like I was talking to Kenny Britton about it and he's like, they're a lot smaller, but all the good players still show up. So yeah, like, that's true. if you want to talk, like, oh, I won the biggest regional ever. Cool. I won the regional that had only three hundred people, but it's smaller, and all the yeah. good players were there. But but the that's thing how that Utah makes, regionals was last the year. The thing that makes uh, yeah. the bigger regionals more uh, mm. the, like is the rounds. The biggest regionals harder is that the mass amount of people you have to get through. Because yeah. if you're playing a smaller regional, you just have to get lucky less amount of times. You know. Uh, were uh, well, maybe not less amount of times, but like in in less games. But you should be playing against better competition, correct? Yeah, not really. It depends. Most of the time, like when when we were in Utah last year, we were playing Utah dodging. locals. Uh, and then, like once you once you get past like the uh, the round three, you're playing only good players. You're talking like two years ago, right? We didn't have a re regional in Utah this year. Yeah, we did in last May. Last May, like the May before this past May. Yeah, that was not this year. That was last year. Yeah, that was uh, 17. 2018. It's 2019. It's 20, 2019. But it accounted for 2017, 2018. Yeah, it accounted for 2017, 2018. Yeah. 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 Let's hear, let's hear yeah. your most memorable experience. They're all with Zach. They're all with Zach. The first one's definitely got to be playing a Lowland Executor in Philadelphia. And just going like one in five. Hey, you had the wrong eggs. But that to me does not matter. 
That does not. And then uh, one of the best ones was Russell bodying Zach when he was playing Tyranitar. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> it was just the greatest. Yes. Thing. Oh my god! <laughs> I just watched. Zach's like, I got this, and he's like, Tyranitar. No, I, I knew I didn't have it. Put your kindred in the lost oh, zone, yeah. and it was just so. All that energy. I banished. I banished that bitch to the shadow realm. I'm <laughs> 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 like. I was like, I want to hit anything but that deck. Like, I go, I'm talking to him before the tournament. He's like, I'm playing fucking Tyranitar. I'll beat every fucking uh, Stoist out there. And I'm like, all right. I assume it's How a good How are you firing that up? <laughs> I don't even. Oh, with fucking Solgaleo. Yeah, the tournament is like over. Russ is fucking heated. Fucking dead Drew. He's playing like yeah. shit. He does not give a fuck. He's still mad. He's like, I don't even care. No, I got let I got let loose into two losses. Shit pissing yes. the fuck off. <laughs> I would have won, man. <laughs> That's massive heels. Oh, fucking a. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. I like that one. All right, Emery, let's move on to you. We know, we know you got second overall at NAIC. That's got to be definitely up there. But other than that, what's uh, what's a me more memorable, if not equally as memorable, experience this season? Um, that's a really good question. I would say <laughs> so. For me, I had this like moment where I had gotten, I'd missed points at two, uh, apparently very easy U.S. regionals, those being Denver and Collinsville. Um, Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, I don't remember. Oh yeah, Mike bodied me at Denver. I played a bad deck, so it was my fault. You but played Zoro Rock. The deck sucked. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Hundred <laughs> percent. But, but my, for me, that was like. I've been playing in cups and stuff, and I've been driving all over, and I've just been, like, working really hard, and I was like, you know, Denver is kind of a last-minute trip, and I was like, you know, Denver and Madison, I should be able to get my invite, because every year I've gotten my invite before NAIC or Nationals or whatever, this year included. And I was like, I was so sad. <laughs> like, like I had a P-test coming, um, which is, like, a big, I guess Jesper would, you know, might be the only one who, like, understands these but but they're basically you know these massive tests that that have a big part in me getting into you know yeah, the college we i want to get into high school we, yeah. we went to high school we know what ap is did you take did you take ip classes too so yeah you guys are did you take ap and ip classes they don't offer ip at my school um but but you know i had the act coming up too um which are you taking the sat too I'm taking SAT subject test the week after Worlds. Um, but, but you know, I had a lot of academic pressure, and I was just feeling super burnt out on Pokemon. And I was just like, I need to step back. So I didn't play the game for about a month after that. Uh, at least it felt like a month. I can't remember exactly how long. And some of you guys who are friends with me on Facebook remember me being, you know, really unhappy with the game. And so suck, I sort of... Bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> I supported it. <laughs> Trash. Trash. And well, and part of it too is that all my friends are like, Pokemon sucks. Like, don't you know? Like, let's play you know Keyforge or other stuff. But for me, Keyforge is trash. It's gonna go. For me, I I figured out this year. I was like, why am I playing Pokemon? You know. Um, and for as much as I wanna, as much as I wanna say, you know, like, like set your own goals, be realistic with yourself. God, I wanna be the best at this game. 
you know, like like un That's unapologetically, I want to be I want to be dominant, you know. I um, and so I was like I was like you know I'm gonna I'm gonna relax and I'm gonna do my best, but but God I want to win, you know. And and then after that, you know, I won I won four straight cups. I got day two at Madison, which more or less went for my season from like failure to like almost okay. And then um. And then NAIC happened, you know, and that was, you know, the single most transformative experience I've ever had Ooh, in definitely. my career. And, um, and you know, I, 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 I can't believe it, you know, like everything that's come of that. I mean, people tweet at me, people, I'm, I'm, I'm someone people care about in Pokemon now. And I just, I don't know, I've never thought that people would care about how I did at this game. You know, I never thought I would be sponsored. I never thought I'd have the opportunity to come and talk with people like Russ, like Jeffrey. You know, I've I've looked up to people like you for for my whole life. You, you should have shit bag. <laughs> yes, I do. I remember watching you win. You know, and I remember Bye, being boy. friends, mutual friends. But but I would never have come talk to you before an AIC just because you guys, you know, you guys are are, are my heroes. Too cool. Too cool. You for know, school and that so we don't know what AP. We don't know what AP is. Come on now. Dude, and so I've, leave, leave my boy in real lucky. He, he's bearing his soul. Good. I've wanted, I've wanted this for my whole, my whole career as a competitive player to be able to talk and have the right to be at the door to talk with people like you and to have earned it, not to have just been some fun guy who goes to every regional and and stuff, you know. Because those people have their place, but I want to be, I want to be at the top, you know. And I want, I, I want to talk to people because I'm at the top. And so having had been given this opportunity and been given, you know, Twitter followers and been given the money to, to travel to other continents to play Pokemon is, is, is to me, you know, more than I could have ever asked for and more than I ever could have expected. Well, congratulations to you. That's good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's well, well said, I want to touch yeah. on this. No, it's all, it's all, it's all a snowball effect, you know? Success breeds more success. Oh god, are we gonna get all fucking no, emotional no, now? No, no, I, I, I gotta I mentally wanna, prepare uh, for this. No, no, I, 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 I wanna take this to another level. I wanna take this to a level where it's like you see Emery with and the stuff he just said, where he felt he was not good enough to talk to you. And like I know I think we touched on it in Russ's interview where he's just like where people put you on a pedestal where like it's fucking Pokemon, like, cares, you know? Yeah. Like, you shouldn't. Yeah, I like, I get it. You you look at these players. Because you look at someone like Jimmy Pendarvis, who won, what, three regionals this year in a row? Four, I think. Three, yeah, four, three in yeah, a row, four, four total. Four total, three four in a row. Three in a row. And it's like, I, I would say from, like, an outside perspective, if you weren't friends or you're not in, a, like, a group of people, you look at Jimmy and you're like, I could never talk to that guy. Like, is he, would he ever talk to me? That's Which is me like, right in, <laughs> really? Like, in my head, I look at Jimmy and I'm like, that's a dude. Like, he's a guy. Good job, he's dude. A guy. Like, 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 I get it. Yeah. I get it. I was it. in your shoes last year. <laughs> no offense to like, Jimmy. He's not super yeah. approachable. Like, he yeah, that's he's definitely. He's, he's, he's not. Like, he's like, he, you're he right. Come over and give him a high five and shit. He's like, Remember, fuck remember that guy made that post and tried to say, it's like, Kicked a dog or something or whatever the hell that was. That was Yo, whatever chill. the hell that was. <laughs> we chill on he that. did. Someone did. Yeah, someone literally did that. Oh, there was a whole thing. But yeah, 
Emery, I was definitely in that. No, like, he did not kick it off. So everyone knows he did not right. kick it off. Well, and the thing is, to me, it's like part of it too is just like I've, I will never until I have the results to put them on a piece of paper and say this is why I'm the best. I will never <laughs> believe that I'm you know worth, worth anything. And you say, Russell, you say you know it's just Pokemon, mm-hmm. you know, and to that I agree. But but saying it's just Pokemon undermines the fact that you know. Not me personally, because I'm a legal child, but my parents are helping me, you know, pay thousands of dollars to play this game. You mm-hmm. know, this game is, to me, it will only be taking a bigger role in my life, you know, after this. I've played this game for six years. I've put uncountable hours into it, you know? And so, yes, it is just Pokemon, but also it's something that matters deeply to me, you know? And it matters deeply, I'm sure, just as much to me, as much to you, as much to anyone here, you know? And so to me... Like, it's hard for me to say these celebrities of the game, you know, they put, I'm putting you on a pedestal right now. I put Jesper, I put a lot of my friends on pedestals. And before NAIC, I was like, these people are just friends with me because I, you know, like Snapchatted them once, you know, or because I'm I'm a, no, genuinely. And now I feel like I can actually, I have a right to talk Pokemon with you. I have a right to talk Pokemon with John because before I just didn't have the self-confidence to point at something and say, Hey guys, look, I let loose for five thousand dollars. You know? No, but but I I knew I was good in my head, you know, nothing changed. I didn't get way better between, you know, Madison and NAIC or 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 anything like that. But but now I feel like I'm at the door where I can approach people and I can say, Hey, because to some degree they'll know who I am already. And that's, that's a lot easier to make a connection when someone knows who right. you are, you know? So it's, just, it's, it's really transformative in a, in a, in a weird way. And I think it also, but it also might undermine the issue that, um, you know, I see a lot of celebrities get interactions. I'm, I'm personally very comfortable with people reaching out to me or DMing me or doing anything like that. But I also recognize a lot of people who are in these public positions aren't, aren't you know, incredibly social creatures or aren't, aren't wanting to spend a long period of time talking to people they don't necessarily know. And so I think it's there's this weird mix of, like, wanting to be approachable and wanting to be, like, a kind person, but also, like, there's a limit, you know? Like, yeah. I wouldn't have signed up to do what, like, literally 10 videos since NAIC if I didn't love talking to Pokemon and wanting to want to get my name out there you know but but to another degree if I wasn't as socially capable as I believe that I am you know I I would have I would never say come meet me at Worlds I would never say you know let's make that connection I never would have made the friends I made and so that's that's hard for me too to to rationalize you know when people say oh top players are so exclusive or are so you know they are you know, they, yeah they, <laughs> they really are though yeah. you can't expect people it's like saying like you have to insert people into your like i agree that they're exclusive but to another you know, degree but like oh. when people aren't exclusive they end up you know they lose something from that and so anytime someone loses something i can never blame them for being a certain way you know, like, I can't blame someone for not testing their best ideas with me because why Why the heck would they leak to me, you know? <laughs> like, I don't I don't understand, you know, I can't blame anyone for that, you know? I can't, I'm, I'm like, okay, you don't want to talk to me, that's fine. It's probably something I did or in my personality that makes you not want to interact with me or just because you don't, you know, you're a certain way. And so, like, that's, you know, I think, I think while we, people are exclusive and that can be an issue, I think we have to give these people 
a little bit more humanity that we give ourselves, you know, and that we give people who don't necessarily have their name or their accomplishments. It's, it's, it's a competition, oh, man. You know, like everybody's trying to win and no leaks. That's, that's pretty much, you know, that's yeah. what it is. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, to yeah, but that, but so that, to speak on that, <laughs> yeah, to speak on that more so of like undermining, and when I say it's just Pokemon, level-headed mind where I set, I set Separate my hobby, my competitive drive, and my personality, and how I am and interact as people as humans, different from how I play my fucking card game. Okay, I've been amazing at card games since I was 13, and I say that with the utmost cockiness, and I can back it up 1,000%. But I do not treat anyone that isn't as accomplished as me right, any less right, of a person. Right. So what I'm saying, you're undermining. It's it's like. <laughs> There's, there's different <laughs> aspects of it. So it's like, all right, well, Pokemon's here, and if you say it doesn't mean that much to you, it might mean more to someone else. Cool. They can look at it from their lens and how they want to be perceived or how they want others to perceive them. Are they are they playing for some sort of validation for themselves, or are they playing through validation of others and trying to be up on the pedestal with everyone else there? And so that speaks to the humbleness of the top players, how exclusively and how much they actually talk online and interact with the community and, and how much they actually care about how these tournaments are driven, played, cheating, anything on that level. And that's why when I say it's just Pokemon, I mean in a competitive sense. Because yeah. I never think just because someone shit at the game that I'm a better person than they are, I that agree. I hold more value than they do, <laughs> or that anything I do can just be like, you know, taken as fucking gospel as opposed to what they can think. Some of my best ideas that I come up with, like Mayday 2 and tournaments with, is some someone posting a shitty list on Burbank. And I'm like, that's a good idea. They just built it like absolute crap and just go from there and actually message him about it. But like, hey, you could have changed like one or two things and this would be different. So what I'm saying is when they say, when I mean exclusive, I mean substance, content, and like the secret stuff they'll keep because they're competitive people and want to hide that from others. That's, that's, that's totally fair. That's on their own standpoint. No one, fucking no one communicates with the community as much as I do and Rukan. And that's it. If anyone says that they do, they're bullshitting, all right? Yeah. Or they're doing it on their personal stream because they have a financial vendetta to separate and back up their points behind it. Way, way freaking different than my weekly Q&As that everyone eventually pissed me off so much because I'm not talking about <laughs> validating their thoughts um, to be pushed at me. And that's half the reason why people made the Q&As is because they wanted to pitch their stupid-ass idea, and they wanted me to be like, this is good. Or say this is bad. When I said it was bad, they came up and tried to argue with me when I had no intentions of needing to do so because my time is only so much of my time. So when I say it's just Pokemon, I mean it's just competitive and we have our own outs to it, but that doesn't define you as a person or as a human. And that, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's like how it, how it thinks, should feel across yeah, the Yeah, anyone who thinks that they're a better person objectively is... Uh, you know, like, like I don't. There are shitty I think, people, and some that, shitty people do exist at the top of the levels of the people, which is why I talk shit yeah. because yeah. you're horrible humans. And when I say <laughs> I hate this community, there's like layers to it because they themselves think they're better than others based upon some kind of hobby that we're all going through, of which doesn't have much financial support. So when we're backing up with sponsors and people are throwing around names and trying to act like they're better than others just because they have the word behind it, doesn't mean that they necessarily are, and that. And since it's kept quiet in how much money these people are getting paid and what they're all doing, they make their own tiers in a hierarchy of levels of which new people entering the game feel like they can't break through. You yourself just spoke to this yeah, because this of because of how they, they like base themselves on performances. And I'm 
telling you, if you're hearing this now and you're like, oh, I never made day two, I really like Russell Parr or shit, or like you're really unprofessional rushing, you need to shut the fuck up. Whatever you're thinking, just know I don't think less of you because you can't go fucking X into at some event of a child's card game. Like, good fucking lord. And um, I understand not being able to talk to us. That's totally cool. Some people just straight up can't, or some people are far too intrusive where they need to back off. I don't know yeah, you like that's that. That's what I was going to say. And, like, that, that, that's, that's totally that happens fine. A lot too. Never, never, ever equate. Like performances and stature as a human of like you being less than a person. Oh, <laughs> I think any rational mind would agree with that. And I think a lot of the people who do think that way that that you can't you know talk shit or you do talk shit about. I think I think they themselves wouldn't wouldn't say. I th but I, I definitely they wouldn't they, say, they like, don't say it publicly. They say it in group chats yeah. and I get set the screenshots. And so I, <laughs> some there's a shit list right yeah. here. That I these tons of people are like, yeah, yes. they, oh, they talk in the community. They're all no, fake. I, I know what you're talking about, even with people who aren't, you know, top tier or something, where they'll be like, I think this person's, you know, like a moron because I beat them at a cup once and they misplayed. Like, people, yeah. if people based their view of me strictly on the match that was broadcasted to 10,000 people live, I would be at the bottom of the Pokemon training <laughs> card game right now. Like, you know, like, like, as I should be, you know? But at the same time, it's like, you know, people have been able to look past that and be like, well, at least he was a good sport. At least people, at least he seems to care about the community. At least he's been playing for a long time. And so I think, you know, that that's a really, um, you know, like it's I definitely agree with you that there's some sort of hierarchy there um, and that that it's something that that should be thought about more seriously as an issue. Right. Well, like, I, don't definitely, I definitely don't believe there's a hierarchy. I just think that's a barrier that people place in their own minds so when i first got into the game last year well i had already been playing locally for about like six months my first like regional um my brother brought me to Jalen. he he's got he's got a little bit more clout on the game than i do because he got put on that nationals uh, commercial from 2017 i think <laughs> my goal was actually to join someone's pc <laughs> my goal was to join someone's pc when i first got into this and then I met Russ. Russ, like, so many people told me that I was a lot like Russ, but then I realized that I really am not. <laughs> I'm nowhere near this guy. I'm so much like, I mean, I may think like him, but I don't, I don't act like him. I'm not the same. And I realized that as we became, as Russ and I became friends, I didn't want the same things as him. I understood that his team was a family, and that was something I wanted to be a part. I still, that's still something I would not like decline if I was given it. But <laughs> I understand that now that my path of being a Pokemon player that I've gone down is not going to be defined by that. I've done something completely different. I've made so many friends. I've gotten this accomplishment. I've done this. I've been consistent. And sometimes it's just you define you have to define things more than people define them for you you see what i'm saying right. like just because somebody says something doesn't mean that that's what it is you actually have to search and figure out what that is it's not just because somebody says it's a rock and it looks like a rock doesn't mean that it's just a rock it could be a freaking crystal bro it's still a rock <laughs> but you still found out what kind of rock it was that could be a fucking uh 
Comet, what do you say? It could be an aerodactyl. It could be an aerodactyl. Oh my god. Alright. Exactly. Alright, let's move on. Let's move on. Well, like we're getting a little we're getting a little off track. I know, I know, it's a little little heartwarming. That's fine. But uh all right, let's finish up with you, Mike. Let's get let's get some of your uh your most memorable experiences, then we'll kinda wrap it up. We've taken up enough of you guys' time. So my favorite moments specific like the the two that really popped off to me. Well, actually, I have three. I played Emory in Denver. That was really one of the funnest games I had that entire day because he was super nice. Like, I thought I was actually going to get bodied because game one, he goes, luck turn two, and I literally had, like, this entire game plan in my hand. I looked up at the board, and I was like, I'm just going to scoop. Specifically, <laughs> I go, luck judge, and then he bricks for four turns. So I bodied him. I let loose him and blocked his abilities and said... <laughs> but then he realized who the goat was and got bodied. Oh yeah, I got I got slaughtered, dude. Dude, matchup was made me recognize how bad I am at Pokemon. I was like, God, I need to get so much better if I want. The matchup was actually in his favor. He was playing Zoroark. I was playing Zapdos, Zapdos, like and Rock. Oh shit, that that shit. Yeah. Right. No. Uh, All right, what's your what's your other one? Uh, Hunter Butler made top eight at Internet. So that was that, that was like a whole like lead up to that entire story. So Jalen and I just literally drove in to Internet from Georgia. It's like maybe 1.30, 2 a.m. Hunter busts into the hotel and he goes, yo, I have the fucking sauce. And I was like, what is this? This is bulk. This is bulk. <laughs> this is bulk. <laughs> My Airbnb too, and he almost got Nick to play it. And we were like, "What are you doing, dude?" He literally goes, "Bro, I have Night March in my hand right now," and I'm just like, "This looks like he gets bodied by Weezy." <laughs> and he was like, "It does. It does. It does. Run into Weezy. It doesn't matter." And he goes, "Dodged all the Weezy. I'm seven one one." And I, I'm taking a nap on day two. I wake up and turn on the Twitch, and he bodies Stefan Ivanov on stream. And I was just like, Jalen and I are in the hotel room just going nuts. And I was like, oh, he made it. Da -da -da -da. I don't want to talk about that because there's no way. Oh my there's no way Ivanov should have lost no, that. Oh, yeah. No, he... And obviously, I top four Santa Clara. My. Uh, Matchups couldn't have been greater. So top four, <laughs> top four is a top four is a top four. Yeah. I remember. Else. I remember how I met Mike. I'm. I'm. Uh, I don't remember what regional I'm at, but I'm. I'm hanging out with Chum, and Mike walked. Just don't know. Like I've never seen him in my life. Walks up to me. He goes, "I played you at Daytona and I beat you." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. I'm like some child does that shit just walked up to me. And I'm like, I was thinking back, I was like, like he walked away, I looked at Tom, I was like, I was at the bottom tables at Daytona, so is he, so fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, did I do that? I'm pretty yeah, sure I didn't just walk away. Uh, I'm pretty sure we had like a whole conversation. you did that. No, we did not have much of a conversation. You're like, oh I yeah, played we you. played together. I bodied you. Up, and then bodied. you walked away. <laughs> Oh, it must have been round one or something. Him, no, it was, like, it was like round 12. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, that's that's all the time we got for you today. 
thanks again everyone for being on the show again if you haven't subscribed hit that button follow us for every update we post new videos every friday i want to say special thanks to all of our guests we got jeffrey saran Jesper erickson josh Matter, russell Lamar. hold on you can fucking let me finish god damn it <laughs> emery taylor and mike morton i'm your host kevin kenny with my co-host zachary everest and go ahead and Jesper's got something to say. All right, so I am recording a documentary for a local TV station this week from Worlds, where I've gotten some recording stuff done at home. I'm recording at Worlds, so hit me up if you want to be a part of it. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And again... Is it English? Is it, Can I speak uh, English? It will be broadcast in Danish, but I'll make sure to do my best to get an English subtitles. All right, okay. Ooh. All right. I can say whatever I want. Can we do can we do English dub and then I'll just like speak over? <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, I want to mention this as well. We've been doing this uh, this podcast for a few months now, and oh, we've yeah. had a bunch of guests, so, and we're doing this giveaway. Uh, I just want to remind everyone that we are giving away to the winner of our contest this awesome oh, chumley portrait. Yes, bro, I'm selling that to you if I win. So yes. if you were lucky enough to be on the show. Good luck to you. And we will have it at Worlds and uh, hopefully signed by Chum. He's a little busy right now, so, you know. I'm giving it yeah, to right? you, Esper. No, no cap. So, I have dibs on it, by the way. I got dibs. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right, well, thanks again, everyone. But it's time for us to scoop it up. Oh.